it's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. A little bit of an audio fluke right there. But anyway, you're listening to TwinTalkCast.com. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com. On the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365. And we also, you can reach us via iTunes podcast, <laughs> right, brother? Hey, brother, where you been, man? Yeah, so like if you if you don't get to listen to us live like most of you like to do, but uh, you can listen to our podcast the next day on iTunes because we are iTwins. So you just got to search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on your favorite Apple gadget. And you know what? You could also subscribe on our webpage on TwinTalkCast.com. And you can subscribe to our podcast there for free or just stream them on demand. And you know what, brother? What's this that? is our special July pre-July 4th show. Right on, man. Go hit up your fireworks guy, eh? And <laughs> <laughs> let me know where he lives, eh? I need some fireworks. Everybody stand up, put your hand over your heart. Let's make some uh, mud bombs, bro, with uh, with some uh, cherry bombs. I like it. I liked it. it. Put it in somebody's mailbox. <laughs> hey, which, which version is that? It's a live three, man. Oh, right on. I, I think I saw that live. We did. We were there when they recorded it. Everybody set up. Everybody, happy fourth. All right, listen to that grand finale. Woo! It doesn't get any better than that, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuned in to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com, where we broadcast live every week. Out of out of Theo Luis's garage, because that's all we need, eh? We just need a garage, a couple of cables, and you. We are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage, like my brother says. And you know what? Every week, we are so honored that you join us. We are thanking you in advance for doing that. And we also want to thank you for telling a friend that we are around. Oh, thanks for the ovation. Really, you shouldn't. Please. please and, and you know please. what? Let us know. Wait, wait, wait. Take a bow. They're, 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 they're applauding us. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
Thank you. And let us know when you told a friend about us and they, uh, and they thanked you for it, you know. We, we'd like to thank you as well. Let us know on our Facebook. You can find us on Twin Talk Show Facebook or Twitter, Twin Talk Show, and interact with us there anytime or right now while we're on the air. But how else? Let me tell you, usually while we're on the air, people uh, do uh, interact with us. As they, Like my brother says, you can post on our wall on Twin Talk Show on Facebook. But we also do it the old school style. We broadcast via telephone, or we could, uh, you know, communicate via telephone. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying So just dial into our garage. Well, you can dial into Theo Luis's garage because my brother janked into this phone line. And the number is 626-275. Twin. That's 626-275-8946. Call us anytime throughout the show because my brother said some really stupid things. We want to hear you guys uh, comment on that. Hey, bro. I think, <laughs> I think since we have listeners all over the world... Uh, we should tr- explain to our listeners that might not know, uh, what is a Tio Luis? Well, Tio Luis, uh, Tio is Spanish for uncle, and Luis, I guess you could translate it to Louis or Louis. So Tio Louis, Uncle Louis. Uncle Louis. So we're in Uncle Louis's garage. Uncle Louis's garage. And we're uh, just janking it like that. Pirate into the uh, internet waves, and now you can hear us. And so we're really happy about that. Bro, how was your week, man? My week was pretty awesome, man. I uh, missed you and missed uh, Theo Luis and Jackie and, and all the listeners last week. Thank you. Likewise. But it's been a pretty busy week, eh? Yeah, you know, I had a couple of weeks while I was up in uh, Eugene, Arizona. And, uh, Eugene, Arizona. Where did Arizona come from? <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, I Oregon. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, hey should, it, should we tease the show first before yeah. we talk about Let's what do the that. hell we did? You know what? Let's tell our listeners what we're going to do today. Angel, thanks for putting me on, on check. But you're absolutely right. We need to be teenies. Today up. on our show, since it's 4th of July Eve, 4th of July Eve, 4th of July's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Three's a charm. Since it's 4th of July's Eve today, uh, we're going to have, uh, have you ever heard of the Fireburn Doctor? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, apparently there's a doctor out there that can heal your burn over the phone, and we're going to talk to the spokesperson. That sounds really Allison weird. Allison McDermott, who will uh, uh, tell us a little more about uh, yeah. fixing your burn. I know I've been burned on the Be phone. Be careful. Hey, watch out for that. Watch out. <laughs> so put your hand there. So, you know, if your kids are playing with firecrackers, you might want to tune in, and ha- you know, just in case. I guess it is fitting, but a fire burn doctor over the phone? I got to hear that. I don't know. Man. We'll see. that. Okay, so, but, and what else? We also have from Rock for the Cure, our very own friend, Mr. Dennis Gabriel, who puts on an event every year where there's several rock and roll bands, some of the best rock and roll bands in Southern California, Dude, all for a cause. It's getting better every year, too, man. Last year was rocking. And you know what's really neat about it is that every year he does it, they raise a lot of money. There's art, there's all kinds of stuff, and we're going to be there as well. Yes, we're going to be broadcasting live, and we're going to have the uh, uh, custom Twin Talk with Jose and Angel photo booth. You have to be there to experience the custom Twin Talk with Jose and Angel photo booth. You have to experience it, folks. There's nothing you have like to. experience. You had it. You had it to be there, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's what's going on. Also, later on in the show, as always, our very own multimedia journalist via Telemundo and NBC, Miss Jackie Casas, is going to be here doing the news and dirty laundry. And what's going on in the news and dirty laundry in a little while, girl? Hey guys, tonight I have the latest on the new healthcare law. I'll tell you how it can impact you or your family. Bada boom. And Mexico has decided on who their next president will be. However, much controversy to talk about there. And finally, need a vacation, but don't have all that moolah for it just yet. 
Well, I'll let you know how to get a real vacation going and stay away from those dang staycations. Stay uh, tuned. Stay tuned for Jackie Casas and News and Dirty Laundry. Okay. You know, because it's going to be the bomb. So how come we weren't on here last week? Where, where the heck were you, brother? Well, last week I was in Arizona. Arizona. I keep saying Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since I love Oregon. Because it's a red state. That's why. <laughs> You're all into that red state shit. Here's the deal, man. Uh, Eugene, Oregon. I was up there uh, working for NBC, uh, uh, doing uh, covering the USA track and field trials. It is where the uh, elite American athletes compete for all the track and field events in order to make it to the Olympics. And I was there four years ago for that event, and I fell in love with the town of Eugene and its people, and I went back and rekindled that romance. Wow, it's been four years? Four years, time flies. I remember when that happened. Anyways, time flies, and uh, that's what was going on. It's a lot of fun being up there. And er, let me tell you, what a great college town and great restaurants. It's funny because it's a great college town, brother, and it's kind of got a hippie vibe that you would like. Of course. And uh, it's really cool. So did you get a contact high, bro? <laughs> contact. Right on. I was okay. And this time around. See, those, those are okay to get because you can, you can always, like, not accept responsibility. Yeah, plausible denial, right? Exa- there you go. I was. I didn't know that it was a contact. Denied, man. eh? I denied. I never touched that shit, baby. Never. <laughs> you know, I had a pretty good week. You know, last week, not this week, but the previous week. <laughs> it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Did you see that Victor Ortiz fight? Victor Ortiz I heard about versus uh, that little guy uh, Lopez from Riverside. Okay, I like you to. I like to see you get in the ring with him. Call him a little guy. That guy was <laughs> well compared. You know, Victor Ortiz is the that vato who uh, Mayweather just cold cocked him right but yeah. the the guy is he's a he's 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 a star he's a bulldog and he's like golden boys productions like golden boy okay and they bring the he was supposed to fight another vato and i don't know what happened in his training or something so he didn't find him they threw in this little guy from riverside california chicano guy something lopez right and chicano uh, my foot i'll tell you dude this thing this is the word. best fight i'm not kidding you say this was Rocky style because really? because this guy, he was just punching and punching Victor. And Victor was Victor's a bull, man, was just hitting him and hitting him. He had a big eye. He couldn't see. Right. OK. And he wouldn't stop. Oh, Adrian. Let me tell you, the, the Staples Center, if you've ever been to a fight, a boxing match, and then you got any Mexican or Chicano Hispanic fighter in okay, there, uh-huh. the, the Mexicans will be rooting for him. And they love Ortiz because of that fight that he had over with uh, Mayweather. So he's their guy. And they were rooting Ortiz, Ortiz through the whole fight until they turned on him and started rooting for Lopez. Because why? Because he looked like Rocky. Because he kicked ass, eh? Okay. Anyhow, he broke Ortiz's, Ortiz's jaw. It was done on the ninth, in the ninth inning. <laughs> now, did you go? Did you work the fight, or were you? I was there. I was working at the fight. Yeah. Okay. I saw. I actually saw uh, Oscar De La Hoya again. And, uh, Oscar De La Hoya. I invited him on our show, but you know he's always so polite, saying yes, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, Oscar yeah. De La Hoya is really cute in person. Oh, you met him? Did yes, you, did you I re- met him one time. Uh, it was some fight, and I was an intern at the time, oh. and I got the chance to interview him, and I bombed my interview with him because uh-huh. I was so like <gasps> You couldn't believe it was Oscar. I couldn't I never <laughs> thought he was cute. I never ever in my life until I met him. I was like, wow. Well anyhow that 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 I, I saw him uh, I, I talked to him all he the time. He was really nice. He's a cool cat. He's really I, nice. I, I've 
yeah, what, when I was coming up in this industry, that was one of the things I was able to do, work with him a lot. And, um, and um, I found him to be a nice guy. What bothers me is that he, I can't take listening to him talk, though, because he's so almost illiterate. You know, he talks mm. like a kid. Like he's a he's LA, still LA, LA, man. Yeah, it's just so difficult to hear people say LA. And he's so What's wrong with LA? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, brother. That's that's the way you say it. It's eh? not the way you say it, and it bugs me, especially to hear it when you know it just kind of bugs me. That's all, you know. Coming from somebody who says "fuck me" all the time, right? Ah. <laughs> I didn't just talk about saying that on the air, bro. Let's not say that on the air. Jeez. <laughs> Hey, it's time for shout-outs because, you know, we want to give you a shout-out all the time. Anyhow, the shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. Uh, anyhow, I want to give a shout-out to Tad Dodge. Hey, Holmes, why are you so serious, eh? Uh, also, a shout-out to, check it out, bro. Check uh, it out. Gabriel Padilla and his little bro, Reno. That's our little nephew's uh from Utah. Nice. That uh, And their mom and dad, Sylvia, Jacobo, Padilla, and Albert. And congratulations to our lovely niece out there who just graduated from high school. That's right. That yeah. was the... Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, congratulations to our lovely niece <laughs> over there. Anyway, they're coming down next week, man. Let's invite them to Tia Luis's yes. garage. Yeah. See you next week, prima. And uh, happy birthday, Anna Fisher. Thanks for listening. I know that sometimes you don't listen live, but you take us in your gadget, and that is kinky. Thank you, baby. And uh, I want to say hello to Musa Sidibe. Hey, Holmes. Where's Bamako? Let us know you're there. And uh, thanks for always commenting on our Facebook. And tell your friends about us. And shout out to you and all your people over there. We're so glad you're listening. Uh, I also want to give a shout out, bro, to Desiree Kwan. That's the manager at the Outlet Citadel. Thanks for hooking up my guys, my groomsmen, for my upcoming nice. wedding. Good job. My brother's going to go hit you up soon. Um, for a suit, that is. She's married, brother. All right. Mm -hmm. Anyways, MJ Vardanian. I'm not jealous. <laughs> hey, shout out to you, baby. Uh, thanks, thanks for listening. Also want to give a shout out to my groomsmen. Some of them that were there that I spent this the, this weekend with. Tony, Manuel, Angel Ray, and Mario. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me and getting your suits already. And uh, you, bro, and Luis Vasquez, you guys still got to go hit up uh, the outlets to get your suit. Also, um, that's it. That's my shout-outs. You I got some shout-outs, shout yeah, shout-outs. I want to give some shout-outs to my people out there in uh, Eugene, Oregon, from our affiliate, KMTR, New Source 16. Listen, guys, thanks so much for being so awesome and uh, helping us out. I want to give a special shout-out to Chris Seibel and his lovely wife, Denise, who had me over for dinner. Awesome food. And, boy, we finished a lot of bottles of wine. Hey, listen. Orale, didn't Matt, Matt Templeton, main anchor and news director of that said in, uh, you know, establishment. Thank you so much for uh, offering all your resources. Mr. Jason Miller, the Twitter master. Uh, Joe Leidenham. Hey, Joe, you're all right, man. You're pretty cool. Alex, Drew, the other sports guy. Hannah, beautiful little Hannah. Nohalani. Nohalani, man, that's Hawaiian. I love that. Also, Megan and uh, Scott and uh, uh, the master who runs the whole show at the same time he runs the prompter. How about that? Orale. That's how Running they do the it. prompter también? That's how they do it in the old school. Orale, that's multitasking. Any, anybody else who I may have forgotten? Let's see. Uh, Scott, Rem, Nohalani, The Master, Megan, Hannah, Alex, Joe, Jason, Matt, Chris. Oh, my God. I know I'm missing somebody as well. <laughs> uh, uh, Sid, a lovely young uh, reporter. 
all lovely people. Thanks so much for being so uh, welcoming and helping me out. Uh, and it was a real pleasure to meet you guys. And the security guy that kept checking your credentials. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. up, Holmes? We'll be right back. Hey, wait up. What? The, the uh, <laughs> shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts, Holmes. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, every week the shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts and uh, tell them the twin sent you at 10420 Lower Sousa Road in the city of El Monte. You can walk in or call them at 626-448-1931. We'll be right back. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on www.twintalkcast.com. Thanks again for tuning in on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365. And our home uh, webpage, www.twintalkcast.com. As you know, we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Lisa's garage, and we do it for you. Yeah, just because. We just do it for you. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's why we do it. I, I did it for you, baby. I did it for the, did it for Johnny. <laughs> Anyways, uh, w- <laughs> later on in the why show. Why do you always say that, Jose? <laughs> I want to let you guys know that later on in the show, we have a fantastic show. Um, we're going to have, uh, uh, what, the Fireburn Doctor? The Fireburn Doctor team uh, spokesperson, Allison McDermott. The Fireburn Doctor is somebody who heals your burns over the phone. They eh? purport, they purport to be able to burn first, second, maybe third degree burns over the phone? Over the phone. I don't know how many uh, degrees yeah, yeah. They, they can burn. But if you're burning one, eh, just don't give them a call. <laughs> eh? you, you might burn it out. Eh? Also, we're going to have uh, from Rock for the Cure organizer, rock and roller, and all-around good guy, Mr. Dennis Gabriel. He's going to be uh, chatting us up about this yearly event that he has yearly because it's, that's why I called it a yearly event. <laughs> and he does it in order to raise money for the American Cancer Society, and we all know someone who has been affected by that dis- despicable I can't disease. wait, man, dude. I can't wait. The last time we were there was a lot of fun. Lot I just fun. hated to have to load up when I, you know. After all a few the, drinks? After a few drinks. What eh? if I just, I, I might just get a room this time and stay out there. Uh, I say what, that every time. That's what you said last time. I know. Well, anyways. That's uh, thinking stay, ahead. Stay, yeah. That's me. That's prepare. 
But you know what? Uh, that's how we handle it anyway. So but who's going to play this time? It's going to be Love in a 38, right? Love in a 38. And a bunch of other bands. We'll ask Dennis Gabriel about that. We'll ask Dennis about that. I know I had it somewhere. I lost my notes. I'll make sure he buys me a drink. Buy me a drink, eh? <laughs> okay, so uh, you know I'll what? I'll get you at the next annual Rock for the Cure, eh? <laughs> and it, anyways, like we say every week, our multimedia journalist out of Telemunda, Telemundo via NBC. <laughs> Telemunda. Telemunda. <laughs> multimedia journalist. All, I like that sound. All Telemunda. around cool chick, great friend, sexy woman. Can I Telemunda you? <laughs> I like the sexy part. <laughs> you like her, Bita? <laughs> With the news and dirty laundry, multimedia journalist, Miss Jackie Casa. Jackie, how was your week? Your two weeks? It was good. I missed you guys. I know. Uh, especially me, huh? Of, well, <laughs> you're not supposed to say that in front of Jose Angel. <laughs> it's all good, baby. You can have the second brother. Our secret wink. Oh! oh. <laughs> I do a terrible job at winking. I somehow always end up closing both of my eyes at the same time. So I meant to do a one wink. I get it, baby. I get it. <laughs> You know, every week Jackie joins us with uh, the latest and most current of events. Also, the dirty laundry from news, politics, entertainment—you name it. And throughout the show, we uh, we invite you all to uh, comment on anything that is said on this show, on our Facebook page, uh, Twin Talk Show, on Twitter at Twin Talk Show, or give us a call at six two six two seven five Twin six two six two seven five eight nine four six. How was your week, baby? It was good. It was good. Busy with work, getting into, uh-huh. you know, I don't think you ever really get used to waking up early. No. So last no. week, I had a really terrible week of going to sleep late, not really. Awesome. And then last night, I actually <laughs> slept early. I was so proud of myself. But then I had this massively, terribly bad nightmare. And oh. I woke up terrified. What did you have for dinner? Bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but I had this terrible dream. And in my dream, I woke up and I went running to my parents' room. But last night, since it was still so early, since I had gone to bed early, my parents were still watching TV in the living room. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys, I just had the worst nightmare. And I tell my mom what's going on. And she's like, she busts out the holy water and she sprays it all over my bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Does she do a limpia? Does she bring out the egg and crack it over No, you? she just did the holy water and started saying some sort of prayer. And she's like, why did you ask for God in your dream? <laughs> I'm like, Mom, I wasn't really thinking about that at the moment. I was kind of scared for my life. It's because parents see they, they they once you get older they feel like they're kind of losing their control over you because they want to protect you. Yeah. And and she's probably thinking, what did Jackie do? Que hizo mi hijita that she deserved this. Que hay que limpiar los demonios. You know what she told me? She's like, no te persinaste. Uh huh. <laughs> For like, those of you who listen who do not know what that means, they say, did you do the sign of the cross? Yeah. And before you went before to bed. Before I went to bed, I'm like, uh, baby, I forgot. Mom. So you doing something? You doing anything tomorrow for the Fourth of July? Um, you know what? Uh, I I am. I'm hanging out with my friend, and we're not gonna go see fireworks. I'm so bummed. I'm trying to convince. Where, where are you guys him. gonna hang out? What city? We're gonna go. We're gonna go watch a movie, and we're gonna have boba, which is what we totally dig. Where do you guys go? Where do you usually go? What city? Burbank. Boba. Burbank. We should go to Burbank because you're, close you're to from us. North Hollywood, right? I'm from North Hollywood, and he lives in North Hollywood. And um, because he, I have audio he, from Angel, he, I have audio from last year North Hollywood's. Your party. Because in North Hollywood, we know what it's like. Here's some audio from your party. 
Fourth of July in North Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. You're missing the cuetes in the middle. That's them sucking up boba. <laughs> in LA, ladies and gentlemen, you gotta you gotta wear bulletproof helmets. In you Los don't know Angeles. if it's a cuete or, or a truck backfiring or a bulk or a gunshot. What? You don't know. What what's the big deal with boba? Like boba, I like it. It's good. You it's... gotta like suck like a bitch through that straw. No, you don't have to suck like that much. It's of a girl a bitch. thing. Girls like boba. It, it has to be a thick straw, a, 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 a thick and width. <laughs> you you mean that girth? It has yes. to have girth. It has to have girth <laughs> so the balls can go through of the straw. <laughs> That's what they're called, tapioca balls. Okay, okay, really, I understand what you're coming from, bro. Because it's already kind of effeminate to have to suck your drink through something. And then when you're puckering your lips to it's suck something through, it's like... That's a girl drink. Totally it's like thing. a soda. Yeah, like you, you never suck on your soda. You never see a guy buy a, a popsicle, Does a lipstick, big stick popsicle. Uh, never. Okay. Is your friend gonna drink boba with you? Yes, he will. Okay. Why? Is this the guy with the hairy chest and open <laughs> shirt, Rolando? Harry, open are, shirt. You guys, are, you're gonna go see like Terms of Endearment or something, right? No, we're gonna go see <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, you see her do the yeah. Spider Man. <laughs> she does. He doesn't want to go to a party, a, a Fourth of July party. <laughs> no, I. From what I understand, he does not want to go see fireworks. Which I love to go see fireworks. It, I didn't go last year, but I love to go see fireworks at the Rose Bowl. It's the biggest, baddest show in Southern California. And he's like, no. Did it give you any reason why? <laughs> no, he you, hasn't. You could go to the movies any time of the year. Right. Yeah. Right. I told him we can go see the fireworks after the movie. How long you know what you could tell him too? Beer. Not Boba. <laughs> have you? How long have you known this guy? I've actually known him for a really, really, really long time. Have you ever seen him and fireworks in the same place? No. <laughs> Perhaps he has. But a you've seen Boba and him in the same place. Right? No, <laughs> I haven't. But I know he likes Boba. Maybe this effeminate guy who likes sucking big balls through no, straws. He's not. <laughs> no, no, he likes sucking little balls through straws. Well, is scared, deathly afraid. Of fireworks. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm going to ask him tomorrow. Why the fuck didn't we go see fireworks? <laughs> I'm going to ask him because he just flat out said no. No uh, reason. I'll, just no. I have a, a, a our, our guy from a friend from uh, uh, Eugene, Oregon, uh, Jason Miller, just chimed in with one word saying boba. <laughs> I wonder if they have boba uh, drinks they do. in Oregon. They do. Really? They do. I know that they have a, uh, a spot in Portland. Um, I know they have a Chinatown there, and they have bobas there. I think they're more popular in China. They have the uh, the medicinal marijuana boba. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> it's they called do. Canna boba. I'm sure. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, I was at a restaurant. Great restaurants in Eugene. Great restaurants. They had a hemp burger. Awesome, what? dude. Yeah, hemp burger. Really? Yep. Did yep. you try it? No. You could saute it in hash. No, just, out of, just out of principle, I didn't try it. Why not? Because it's derived from the cannabis plant. It's not like plant. you would get high on it. <laughs> no, but it's derived from the cannabis plant, and I vehemently am against uh, any kind of You're a hater, drug, man. Ex ex including marijuana. But that's a plant. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Are you that anti? Yes, yes he is. Jose it's Hernandez. just a boy girl. He's to chill. But best burgers, man. I went to a place called uh, Cafe 440. They had the best jalapeno <laughs> poppers. 440, uh, not 420? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Good one. Ca Cafe 440. Uh -huh. And it was a, a, they had this awesome jalapeno poppers. Dude, wrapped in prosciutto. Prosciutto. What's prosciutto? Ooh. Prosciutto's uh, a ham, thinly sliced ham. You usually eat it raw because yeah. you eat it with cheese, but they actually kind of gri uh, grilled it. <gasps> oh my hey, but Shut poppers, you know. It's a bomb, dude. Poppers make my nose run, eh? 
Oh, it's supposed but it to. tastes good. It's supposed to. Man, I haven't food. had jalapeno poppers in a while. If anybody wants to come, but uh, you had boba. If anybody yeah. wants to comment <laughs> about their boba sucking experience <laughs> or anything throughout the show, please feel free to. Uh, cut. And then you chew, and then you chew on the balls. Yes. You don't spit them out. You chew on them. I just spit oh, on my computer lit. screen, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're a little chewy, <laughs> but just keep on going at it. It is really good. <laughs> feel free to comment. Friend us on Facebook at Twin Talk Show or on Twitter at Twin Talk Show. Also, you can give us a call at 626-275-8946 anyway, through, anywhere throughout the show. We need to go move on. She said, just keep going at it. Yes. Don't give up. <laughs> keep on going at it. So let's go. What's going on with the, oh, uh, with the news and dirty laundry, my dear? Okay. So last week, the Supreme Court upheld President Obama's health care law. Five to four, the law commonly known as Affordable Care Act, would require individuals not covered by employer or government-sponsored insurance to maintain minimal essential health coverage or pay a penalty unless exempted for religious beliefs or financial hardships. The decision was a huge victory for President Obama as it was one of his campaign promises throughout the um, year before becoming elected. The act would extend coverage for children under their parents' insurance till the age of 26 and would not deny anyone coverage for people with pre-existing conditions such as diabetes. However, critics say it will cause a decline in the quality of care and that the medical field is understaffed and um, not prepared for this new law and would cause a rise in health costs. They vowed to repeal this new reform. Big how's deal. It, how's big, it gonna, big deal, uh, guys. How's it going to make it cost more money? If you make everybody mandatory insurance, right, and then it's going to cost them more money? No. He's saying it's not going to cost more money. No. It's That's saying, what he's saying, but no, the but critics are saying that it will. Okay. Can I just say something? I, I, I just want to say something. Um, it is a big deal. It is a huge victory for the president to yes. have uh, had the uh, Supreme Court rule that it's constitutional to go ahead and force Americans to purchase this. Here's the problem with that. Didn't didn't she just say that it wasn't? <laughs> I heard the total opposite. Go real, ahead. real quick, Jason Miller on Twitter just tweeted, Hempburger, where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to start a, a thing called People Against Meatless Meat. Nice job. Awesome. Right on. Here's the deal. Here's the problem I have with this. I think it is an incredibly um, dangerous precedent that the president has and the Supreme Court has just ruled on. The president, in many of his speeches before, during campaign and when during campaigning and during his presidency, has said that he will not raise taxes. And indeed, during the health care, while he was trying to sell health care in Americans, which, by the way, we had no right on it, we weren't able to vote, he said over and over that they will not be taxing Americans, okay, for this. No, but the Supreme Court said that it would, if it were to be considered as a tax, then it is constitutional. So they had to use that type of uh, vo uh, vocab in order for it to become constitutional. Okay, and let me just uh, give you a speech by the president. And I can make a firm pledge under my plan, no family making less than $250,000 a year will see any form of tax increase. Not your income tax, not your payroll tax, not your capital gains taxes, not any of your taxes. Okay, he said not any form of taxes. That's not what I heard him say. He just said any form. He of said taxes. not any of your taxes. What? You said any form. He said any form. Listen, I'll replay it. Okay, whatever. 
He said any. It doesn't matter. I'm just correct. I can make you. a firm pledge. No, he said under my plan, no family making less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year will see any form of taxing. Any form of tax. Not your income tax. Not your payroll tax. Not your capital gains taxes. Not any of your taxes. Okay, so here's the deal. It says it's not only did the president back on his renege on his promise. Okay. Because on top of that, when he sold this over and over, he kept saying, we are not going to tax you. It's going to pay for itself with all, which everyone, all the experts say, how is that going to happen? It's not feasible. But secondly, like you said, in order to pass this, because the, it is unconstitutional, because as you recall, the mandate would be for everyone to have health insurance. And if you don't buy health insurance, you would have been penalized a certain amount of money. But the, the it was found unconstitutional for the the federal government to make any one of us as American citizens force us to buy anything, where the federal government is not allowed to force Americans or private citizens to buy any consumer product. So what happened? The president says, "Oops, okay, it is a tax increase. You will be taxed if you don't have this." Now that brings up another Pandora's box. Since when, aside from the fact that now we're raising taxes to pay for this. Uh, uh, since when is the IRS involved in taxing civilians in order to penalize them for not buying something? What's going to happen next? Buy every, what's going to happen next? The federal government is going to say that we all have to buy electric vehicles and then tax you if you don't with the IRS? What a dangerous, dangerous precedent. It needs to be repealed. You know what, Jose? Then how come we're, we're, I'm forced to pay insurance on my car? That's What's a up very, with that, eh? very good point. Is my car health more insurance than my health? That's a very good point, and I knew you were going to say that. No, you know what, though? Um, I don't think it's a big deal. If they're going to tax me, because, you know, bottom line is we're going to get taxed, okay? We shouldn't get taxed. You know, somewhere someone says that we have to get taxed, and somewhere someone else says that it's unconstitutional to get taxed. I don't know. We're going to get taxed, but if you're going to tax me, then if it's for somebody's health, okay, está bien. It's not. But why aren't we talking about all the billions of dollars and billions and billions of dollars that are going overseas to foreign wars? Because we're talking about Obama health care right now, bro. Because, I know. <laughs> what does that have to do with Obama's health care? Okay, I'll, I'll answer that question. <laughs> because they want us talking about Obama's health care instead of billions of dollars as, as, uh, uh, of going overseas uh, in this imperialist state. Here's what I got to say, man. <laughs> the problem is this. And to answer your paying, uh, most states in America, I think all states in the, in the United States. Uh, my car is insured only because I have to insure it. Yes. Because mine's like 1980 Datsun wagon. Here's the deal. We live in a republic, okay, the United States of America, a republic, which means the forefathers wrote our constitution in such a way that the federal government will not have overreaching uh, bearing over the states. Each state can determine its own welfare based on the, its its needs. That's and why that's, medicinal marijuana passed in California. Fine, whatever. And but the point is, <laughs> the, the, since when does the government is is what? Since when is the government in charge of making people buy something? There's been it uh, may, we, we, <laughs> pay, we pay taxes like uh, um, we pay taxes on our out of our income. We pay taxes out of gas. We uh -huh. pay taxes all the motherfucking time. Yes, but what? <laughs> if, this ain't nothing new. What if the government said, "Hey, listen, there's not enough electric cars on the road. You will need to buy one next year, or we're going to fine you or tax you." Since when did the government 
that's tax without representation. That's why there was a tea party in Boston. I agree with you, Jose. I agree with you. We shouldn't get taxed. Levying a tax for not buying However, something. However, it did. The, it, the court did allow each state to 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 decide its own because they did limit the law's expansion of Medicaid, which is the joint federal state program that provides health care to poor and disabled people. So seven justices agreed that Congress had exceeded its constitutional authority by forcing these states into participating in expansion of at, Medicaid. At the same time, so how is, and that's another thing that bothers me, the president said over and over that he it's going to be paid for, and the a major income for it to be paid for would have been Medicaid, and they cannot expand it. So how is it going to be paid for? They say that that fine, or so-called, the so-called fine, but now we know it's a tax, is mm -hmm. going to be X amount of money per person. It's going to be a, about $1,500. Now, that's, that the money doesn't, the numbers don't match. Because people are going to say, oh, I'm not going to buy the insurance because it's too much money per year. I'll just stay off of it. When I need it, I'll get it because they can't turn me down. In the meantime, I'll just pay the fine. And the government's going to realize uh, we were just kidding. Uh, it's no way it's going to work with that little fine. We're going to end up taxing you more. So we should just stop eating GMO foods and, oh my God. and get healthier <laughs> and fuck the uh, health care system. We can go on and on and on. That is uh, a start. My yeah. final word is that the um, – the United States, uh, the, 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 the president is making uh, the United States more and more socialist, forcing all the states to purchase things, that are, all the citizens to purchase things uh, by levying a tax on us. Right now, you think it's no problem because it's under the idealistic view that health care for everyone is what's supposed to be. But what happens when they say, from now on, you will, you will need to buy X product or ex-consumer service because the government thinks they know what's best for you. That is overreaching powers by the federal government, and our government was not made that way. That's why our, our system of government has survived and succeeded for so long, and we're taking major steps backward. Well, you know what? Uh, our, our type of government that survived and succeeded, succeeded for so long has allowed, uh, uh, through the back door, <coughs> uh, uh, large corporations <clears throat> to continue to take away our rights that you're talking about right now by forcing us to eat foods oh my that we don't know what the hell's in it, genetically modified foods, oh, yeah, uh, right. the antibiotics that are put into the uh, cows, uh, all those kind of things that get past the FDA. I wish you would stick to the topic. You well, always go after these. No, because I'm Every to, argument we have, you a, go to these topics. I'm making a point here. The point, is, the point here, is, here is not the... Uh, that uh, the current president is, you know, like in your, in, in, I'm paraphrasing what you would say he's fucking up. It's just that it's an ongoing thing. This is just one president, and then this is just one symptom. There's many other symptoms. So yeah, in the meantime. We should all, indeed, keep talking, Jose. We should all keep, wake up. Yeah, we should wake up, and we should, we should repeal the law. Keep in mind that much of this law would be required uh, by 2014. So, so just in time for us to elect the so Republican president, please come back that will to me. repeal what is, the law. What is the, uh, what is the law that, that they're making law? It, ma it makes that all Americans must be mandated to have some sort of health coverage, whether it be by your employer or your own private company so or something that's provided to you where you have minimal essential health coverage. It, there's and so many you don't, And if you don't have um, this insurance coverage, you will be penalized financially. Just as like how you don't you how let's say you don't pay your income taxes and you, you you don't you don't file your taxes, you know, and the IRS comes after you, it's not gonna have the same type of repercussions as far as like uh, wage garnishments that they haven't said anything like that. However, it is sort of that same idea. 
You know, Jason Miller's got a lot to say here. He's talking about, look at the federal exchange. The uh, Supreme Court said the states have to expand Medicaid. Now, if the state says no to the exchange, there's supposed to be a federal exchange, but they forgot to fund the federal exchange in the bill, and so on and so on. And he says, so, so fund the federal exchange? Well, that was left out of the bill. Of course it was left out of the bill because it wouldn't have passed. There's no money. There's no money. The president of the United States over and over has said that it was going to be paying for itself. That was a bunch of bull. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, on top of the <laughs> fact that it's going to de de-incentivize uh, small business from growing because they're going to have to be paying uh, mandatory health insurance and they're not going to be or, or be penalized. And so they're going to say, uh, if you have 50 or more employees, you have to give them health insurance. A lot of companies can't afford it, small mom and pops. Mm -hmm. So they're going to say, you know what? After 49 employees, I'm not hiring anymore. What does that do? In a time in a recession where we need expansion, he's de incentivizing the small business. Uh, the President of the United States is against small business, and he is against the middle class. When he says he is, he's not. Move on. we got to move on to the next one because we go on and on. Next one. Yes. Orale, that was profound, bro. Thank, thank you, Jason, for chiming pretty, in. Appreciate your words. That was pretty dope, eh? <laughs> All right, moving on, guys. <laughs> the U.S. Olympic trials took place within the last two weeks at Eugene, Oregon, where controversy stirred up at the women's 100 meter. Jose was actually up in Eugene and watched the whole drama unfold. Jose, what happened up there? Oh, it was awesome. Let me tell you. First of all, fantastic event. Something... Um, Oh, wait a minute. I got a text message from somebody. Who's giving my text messages out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Dennis Gomez says, it is completely up to the taxpayers. A $100 fine that is not enforceable in any way, he says. Yeah. It's not enforceable, but it's not a fine. It's a Hey, third, third eye effects. You listen, Holmes? Yeah, but he's texting <laughs> me. He's texting me. Hey, Why don't you call us at 626-275-TWIN? Hey, you get a free call, eh, because you're our website Back guy. to the USA track, uh, track and Field Finals in Eugene, Oregon. Every four years, it is where the elite, <laughs> the elite athletes uh, compete for their spot, their spots <laughs> in the Olympics. And let me just tell you, uh, the major things happen. One of the most notable things that happened is that Ashton Eaton – uh, Ashton Eaton uh, broke the uh, world record in the decathlon that was previously held by Dan O'Brien. Awesome, awesome to watch. And but the controversy that uh, that uh, Jackie's talking about took place during the women's hundred meter race, where uh, Allison Felix and Geneva Tarmo both placed in third. It was a dead heat, -uh. third place. The interesting thing is that Geneva Tarmo was named the winner immediately after she won. You know, they run across the finish line, and she's the winner, and she's doing her victory lap. But subsequent to that, the athletes... They do they do an instant replay on that? Well, what happens subsequently, they don't do an instant replay because it's live and stuff. They could do it in the, in the show. But what I'm talking about, as it happened, she did her victory lap and what have you. And then in the press room afterwards, the uh, USATF... What's a TF? Uh, track and field... Uh, stated that uh, they looked at the uh, the uh, the camera. Well, the replay. Well, this, no, this it's a stop camera. They have to. It can't be. It's it's a camera. It's a photo. Okay. The photo finish. You've heard of that? Yes, I heard of the. Photo and they finish. said that it was a dead heat, which means that <laughs> it was a tie, that they couldn't discern who won. So basically, stripping her of that and saying. Uh, they took it from her. Well, they didn't really give it to her. They just didn't. They didn't. They, they, they made her share. No. No. You gotta share me, huh? They don't. No, 
I gotta, you gotta share. <laughs> they do not have a mechanism to determine what to do if there's a tie like in third a, place. Like a meet off? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. That doesn't sound right. Huh? <laughs> no. We'll it's, have a meet off. <laughs> it's a runoff, they call it. <laughs> Here's what happened. A few days later, when everyone was tripping out, what's going on? What's going on? They had an arm wrestle. They at had the bar. a press conference <laughs> and they determined. <laughs> They've had a press conference, and they said, okay, we had a meeting. We had a meeting. Okay, here's what happened. It's a dead heat. So they can either, one of the girls can either give up her spot and not go to the Olympics to do it, or, or we can have a flip of the coin, you know, after been training for four years to go to the Olympic and flip a coin. Flip a coin? They won't or, send them both? Or, or you could, no, because only one could race. So what was the first thing? Okay, one could give up her spot. And say, okay, you take it. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> or you could flip a coin. You take it. Or they could have. I was going to get my nails done not, that day. <laughs> or they could have a, a, a not a meet-off. A meet-off. A, a runoff. <laughs> no, they actually were They're going to sicky-sucky. <laughs> First one to down that. <laughs> so they were talking about a runoff. Sicky-sucky, sicky-sucky. Hoi, hoi, hoi. Sicky sucky, sicky sucky, hoy hoy hoy. Sicky sucky, sicky sucky, hoy hoy hoy. Do we have a call? No, we don't. I thought I heard a call. Uh, you wishful thinking. Thought it was you, Dennis. What's up, babe? Also, anyway, so what happens? We patiently waited for the whole week to find out what they were going to do. To see a meet off. Are they going to have a meet off? They're going to flip a coin, or they someone going to give up? Really, you stuck around to see. So they, they like took some time to decide. They it took a shit? long time. They gave, the was it like was it like did they hide from the press for a while or were they like giving little hints? No, right? they left we're gonna, us. We're gonna let you know tomorrow. We're no, gonna let you know tomorrow. No, they were saying we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. They were so out of control. The, the USATF did not have any control. But it was up to them. It was up to the players, right? Yeah, but the problem is, is that it was up to the players. The thing is, they the USATF should have had a system uh, that would have uh, helped them determine. ATF. Did you, you say you, you arms and tobacco and firearms? <laughs> no, United States of America, track and field. Oh, okay. Now, here's the deal. They're so the what one. happened is they finally came out after they had another race together. They had a meet-off. They had a 200-meter <laughs> race where Allison Phoenix won the race, um, the 200-meter. That was a separate race altogether. And Tarmo came in fourth or something like that. The point is they finally came out and said, okay, we're going to have a runoff. So what happens? They had a runoff. They're going to have a runoff on Monday. The event ends on on Sunday. So everybody stop the presses. We're staying another day. NBC Sports is going to have a special because right now they're in the, they were in the middle of the swimming trials in another part of the country, and they were going to cut into the trials, do a half-hour show, really hype it up. Everyone, they were opening the stadium for free. People could come, see it for free. And watch them meet and, off. And have them have a meet off. <laughs> watch him have a meet-off. Uh, watch him have a runoff. <laughs> and guess what happens? In the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, like if the United States of America track and field department is just ashamed of the whole thing. I know. I know what happened. What? One of the runners had morning sickness. One of the runners. <laughs> <laughs> the USATF. The USTF. <laughs> they uh, they put out this this like uh, anonymous or like like not even this ambiguous email saying it wasn't going to happen after all, and then they just disappeared. So we think, oh, it's not going to happen. There was uh, uh, Tarmo who was originally named the winner, and then taken away, saying it was a dead heat. 
she didn't want to do it. She said, I don't want to do it. I don't feel at peace about this. But they put out this week re press release, and so we go the next day to go to the press area to go see if they're going to have the official. No, the official press release where they go in front uh -huh. of the camera and they have a statement. Dude, we show up. We're the only ones there. They were cleaning up. The only people there were the service people breaking down the whole freaking uh -huh. place. They were all psych. Yeah. So we try to find the USATF. and, we're, and we, Cochinos. We, we finally, we <laughs> no meet off today, cochinos. We're trying, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to go blind with your meat off. <laughs> this is a rated G channel. Take your meat somewhere else. That's, that's not NBC. That's Cinemax. <laughs> so we, we found out that uh, 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 Geneva Tarmo decided that she didn't feel right doing it, and she acquiesced to uh, uh, Allison Felix. Acquiesce? <laughs> she gave up, gave her position up. Acquiesce. Acquiesce. Anyways, uh, uh, my, uh, that's word a up. nicer way of saying meet off. Shout out to Jay Miller <laughs> and the boy. I, I'm thinking, who's the boy? The boy must be Rem, I guess. I don't know who the boy is. Anyway. <laughs> okay, move on to the next one. But Drama. That, that was drama, but you know what? <laughs> they they did have um, they did have some um, special effect audio set up in case about the meter. Yeah, in case they had the runoff, <laughs> and I have it right here because I was able to to acquire the audio. Here it is. Wow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on to the next thing. That sounds fast. <laughs> okay, guys, for my next story, I'm gonna go ahead and post a photo on our Facebook Twin Talk wall. Feel free to comment as you'd like. Um, Mexico decided on Sunday who their next president will be. Drum roll. Enrique Peña Nieto. Wrong anthem. That's the one. That's a wedding anthem. He won Mexico's presidential election. Peña Nieto represents PRI, which is the Institutional Revolutionary Party. They are known. <laughs> they are best known for corruption and uh, the crisis with the peso, and governed the country for 71 straight years until they were dumped out in 2000. However, Peña Nieto says times have changed and there is no returning to the past. Peña Nieto has had his controversy during this presidential election as kind of being a da -da -da. he made some what? comment that he <laughs> he made some comments that he believes in the Bible and he goes by what the Bible says. So when someone asked him what's your favorite book, he was like, um well, I, I don't really go by what the Bible's uh, books are. I just go what they say. So he's a little estopen. Uh -huh. And um, he, he's been a little controversial. So his campaign opponent, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. Oh, say that again, baby. Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. Whisper it to me, my dear. Shortly known as AMLO. <laughs> he said he will submit evidence to authorities of fraud and vote buying by Peña Nieto's campaign party. He claims the PRI party bought at least 1 million votes and exceeded the campaign finance did. limit. And he will refuse to take him as the president until this has been sorted out. And you know what? I know they bought a lot of them over at MacArthur Park, eh? I'm not kidding you. There was unprecedented. There, it, it was this this presidential election <laughs> was pretty huge. There was people that went from here to Tijuana. People from San Diego. There was a lot of um, dual citizenship uh, Americans that went to Mexico or mailed their ballots over to their vote. Um, so, however, AMLO is is not too. Um, 
foreign to not accepting the fact that he lost because he lost in 2006 to President Felipe Calderón. And what he did was that his backers blockaded the main streets of the capital. He's a loser. He's so a loser. He's a sore loser. Sore However, loser. this time he says that he won't call his supporters to the streets. He will use legal means to challenge the results. What? Legal means? Yes, meaning he is supporting this evidence, quote-unquote, to authorities. So he says that the media supported Peña Nieto's campaign and manipulated and deceived voters. Is he the vato that they say he can't speak Spanish very well? Or Peña his Nieto? Yeah. No, he can, he can speak Spanish. He is uh, He's married to a woman from... Uh, famous Spanish telenovelas. He's kind of pretty. If you go over to the uh, <laughs> if you go over to the Twink topics, you'll see him. He's a pretty good looking guy and unfortunately he kind of went on that. A lot of women voted on him because they're like, I'm going to vote for him because he's hot. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, which is uh, womp, womp, womp. He really ran by his celebrity uh, because he's married to this, this Just like a lot of women. Women always do that. They'll go see a movie just because there's a hot guy and it has nothing okay, to do with Okay, if you go good. see a movie, all right, fine. But to put a president in there in Mexico? <laughs> <sighs> Lord Jesus. Please pray lordy, for me. Lordy, Mexico. lordy, lordy. Uh, anyway, so um, <coughs> so, so there, the, the other guy, the loser is... is uh, is saying that it's fraud. Yes, there's fraud. There, he's saying it. Of course, his campaign barring is de completely denying the allegations. And it's funny but because... But of course, it's Mexico. It's Mexico. Of course, it's fraud. A I couple of days... Wake up. A couple of days before, right? <laughs> no, I heard that they were giving um, those mil pesos, which is 200 American dollars, to people um, to vote. And there were like food vouchers. So oh. I heard that they were giving this out like, hey, if you vote for Peña The other guy would have won if he would have given out tequila vouchers. I just want to know, when when did uh, Vicente Fernandez stop being president? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <-hoo> -ah! <laughs> I like uh, You know what? I got I to gotta follow up uh, with uh, the, res the, the tweet by Jay Miller. He said he and the boy are listening. He posted a picture that on Twitter, and I've reposted it on Facebook. We can see who the boy is. It looks like his handsome son. I want you to take note of the photograph. It is now 8.23 p.m. Well, Pacific time in Eugene, Oregon. It's like full sunlight. No. Yeah. Look at the picture. Why it is. is it so sunny there right now? Because it gets dark at like 9.30 over there. Oh, really? Why? Yeah. What a handsome boy, Jason. And wow. thanks for in, uh, inoculating your son with our craziness. Inoculating? <laughs> Isn't that how he made him? Anyway, you know what? We have, oh, to, we have so much more to go on. We have so much. We have... We have so much more of uh, news and dirty laundry coming up. And uh, we also have a uh, conversation with uh, Dennis Gabriel on Rock for a Cure. And Allison McDermott of uh, the Fireburn Doctor. So when we come back, we'll be doing that. But in the meantime, we're going to play our music break. And what, who is it, bro? It's Lovin' a 38 who's going to be on our show playing live next week. This song is called Shots at Sunset.
I was talking to Danny Excess, the drummer. Of uh, Love in the 38. Of Love in the 38, which, which uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, live on uh, www.twintalkcast.com and on Live 365. Anyhow, you just heard Love in the 38 uh, Shots at Sunset. They said, I was just talking to Jackie, I mean, Danny Access, and he says they're pretty close to uh, finishing up their next, I don't know if it's an EP, demo, or album. So hopefully by next week, in fact, next week they are going to be on our show and they're going to play one of them. They're going to perform uh, here live in Theo Luis's Garage Show. Please tune in next week on TwinTalkCast.com as we bring them again. That'll be their third visit to uh, Theo Luis's Garage. Yeah, but it'll be the first time that they ever played here. And the reason why we're having them is because uh, coming up is a fantastic event that happens every year. It's called Rock for a Cure, an event where many of the best 
of Southern California's rock and roll bands, and I mean the best. It's not just talking, because there really are some awesome bands that show up and perform in order to raise funds for American Cancer Society. And the organizer, rock and roll musician himself, uh, Mr. Dennis Gabriel, is on the phone with us right now. Hey, Dennis, Jose here. How are you, my man? Hey, man. Good to see you, man. Good to hear from you, fellas. How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. First, what, What's up, Dennis? <laughs> Living, brother, living. Hey, man, it's been a long time, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you at this event, eh? I know, man. It's been like a year. Dennis, <laughs> yes. First of all, thanks so much for agreeing to being on the show with us. Also, thank you for allowing us to be part of it again. Last year was awesome. We had a lot of fun. We can't wait to do it again. And just, please, first of all, uh, why? Uh, what, what made you do this? You, since you were the organizer, you conceived this idea to put bands together for uh, American Cancer Society. Why? Well, you know, I lost somebody to cancer and um, got involved with the American Cancer Society and really started getting involved with Relay for Life. But being a musician, I wanted to do something, you know, in that vein as well. And, you know, musicians are touched by cancer, as you know, just the same as everybody else. And so this seemed like a good way to do it, you know, get some showcase bands out and put on a good show, give them an opportunity to play for the people in a good room, in a good setting, and and at the same time, use use the proceeds from those shows to, to go to the American Cancer Society so that hopefully someday cancer isn't uh, something that we're all worried about. And, you know, another thing about it that I learned the first time we did this, because uh, for us it was the first time last year for Twin Talk Show, um, the first time we did it, I also learned that um, the funds that go toward the American Cancer Research don't only go to try and find a cure, but they also help in other ways. Will you talk about that, please? Sure, yeah. Mission delivery is one of the things that the American Cancer Society does. Um, they have things like Look Good, Feel Better, which helps women with you know the hair loss and the, the changing complexion when they're going through chemotherapy and radiation. There's Man to Man, which helps men who are going through prostate cancer. Um, and there's Camp Reach for the Sky, which is for, uh, for pediatric uh, kids who have been touched by cancer and their siblings. And that's one very near and dear to me as I'm a volunteer at, at the sibling camp as one of the camp counselors. So there's lots of things that the American Cancer Society does in addition to funding that research that you talked about. Can I just say to the listeners that uh, we've, gone, we've grown to uh, uh, become friends with Dennis, and, in do, and being part of this last year, we learned that Dennis's sincerity is just without bounds. And the people around him, uh, Julie Pizzatola and other people uh, who help with this event, really have a passion for what they're doing, and their sincerity just is very touching. My brother. A- and they and they can hold their liquor too. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And talk yeah, about. You know, this, go ahead. This thing wouldn't get off the ground if it wasn't for Julie Pizzatola. She is, you know, in the trenches day in and day out and doing all of the stuff that nobody, you know, knows. They don't see it. This is all the behind the scenes work that that sort of that thankless tasks, you know. Um, and you know, without her, it just it wouldn't happen. So uh, that's my kind of girl. Girl wants to get dirty. Hey, Dennis, that's like me. See, my brother, he he thinks he runs the show, eh? But I'm doing everything in the back. <laughs> I believe. So, and I'll buy you a drink at the show. You got it, man. A drink on me for both of you. Right on. You home. said it, Dennis. Real quick, now that we've now we reach, we really should get to the meat of this. Real quick, let our listeners know what is Rock for a Cure, and where is it happening. And where they can find information, please. Well, Rock for the Cure is a benefit show for the American Cancer Society. We this is our fifth year. Um, what we do is we bring local Southern California showcase bands, and those are bands that are playing their own music, 
and we, we, we put them up on a stage, and we, you know, we charge a small cover, 10 or $15. Um, people come in. They get to see a really great rock and roll show. We've had wonderful bands in the past. Um, this year, I think it's just we popped ourselves. I don't know how, we, how we're going to better this one if we do it next year, but we've got Love in the 38 um, as our headliner this year, and props to playing Shot at Sunset. That song is just, man, I love that song. Yeah, great um, track. Also, yeah, and in support, we've got Soldierners out of Marietta. They're coming down uh, to do the show with us for the first time this year. Um, they're a band that had a really great album. They worked with uh, Phil Collin from Def Leppard on their album, so we're really stoked to have those guys on board. We've got M.T. Robeson, who is coming back uh, for the second year in a row, and M.T. is 30 days without cigarettes, so a big shout-out yeah, to M.T. for right on. packing it up. Good job, uh, Auntie. And then, and, and then it wouldn't it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be a rock for the cure if I didn't get up there and do my own little thing. Of so course. we've got my band Bar of Bones coming back, and we're gonna we're gonna open things up and, and kick it off. But the show is just gonna get better from the from the moment the curtain goes up. Um, it'll just be one great local band after the other, and what? all of the proceeds. I mean, that's one hundred percent of the proceeds goes to the American Cancer Society. The bands are donating their services. Romano's, which is the club where it is in Canyon Crest, Riverside, California, they're donating a room. Gary Romano was very generous last year, with not just with his with his venue, but he also wrote us a nice check at the end of the event. Says awesome. D2 has been touched by cancer. Um, you guys coming out, you know, and giving, 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 spreading the word as you are is just fantastic. And we have very good support from people who not only support the American Cancer Society and Relay for Life, but also support these local bands and go out and see them on a regular basis because it's really important to support local music. If you don't, it dies. You know? yeah, it sure does. So, and, this, and, you know, real quick, let people know where they can find information on this uh, if they want so they can make it, man. It's like a beat. Sure. If you go to um, www.facebook.com, uh, you can find us at... Uh, uh, Rock for the Cure, uh, fifth annual Rock for the Cure. It's just Inland Empire Rock for the Cure. You just plug it in and search for it there. I'm looking at the link now, and it doesn't not very specific. Um, you can also call the American Cancer Society. Um, you can call either myself at 951-300-1228, or you can call Julie Pizzatola at 951-203-0956. Ooh, I'm going to call and Julie. We'll have all <laughs> yeah, you can call me. He'd love to hear from you. Um, and we'll have all the information on how you get tickets. You can buy tickets online, or you can buy tickets at the door. You don't have to have pre-sale tickets. Um, we're pretty sure the show's going to sell out, but I think you'll be okay. So, you know, $15 to come into this show, I think it's a bargain at twice the price. Yes. Um, it's and, a good uh, venue, man. It's a good, good spot. They got good sound and uh, uh, a nice uh, uh, smoking section outside for us that still smoke. <laughs> But it's well, a really. Yeah, it wouldn't be a rock show if you didn't have some smokers in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> no, but indeed, it, it, I was really impressed with the venue. The they have a full on stage, and it's still a restaurant. And you know what? If you guys want to know information, uh, twi- uh, on our Facebook page, we're going to set up an event by tomorrow. It'll be set up with all the information as well. We're going to be there broadcasting, uh, podcasting live. We're going to do if it's okay with you, Dennis. We're going to do a couple of live podcasts. Uh, we didn't do that last time. Last time we recorded the podcast, but we're going to go live this time. That's fantastic. I had several people ask me if we're going to do a live broadcast this year, and I've been saying, yeah, the guys from Twin Talk want to do it, so yes, let's yeah. do it. Awesome. Okay. Well, Dennis, thanks so much for being on the show with us. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on uh, July 14th at Rock for a Cure. Curtain goes up at 9 o'clock. Come early. Have some food. They have some of the best Italian food in Southern California. 
um, yeah, show will go off at 9. So be there or you're going to miss it. All right, we'll see you then, Dennis. Thanks a lot. Take it easy, Holmes. All right, thank you. All right, brother. Bye-bye. Well, awesome event. Awesome I'm looking event. forward to it, man. Everybody, come down and check out the uh, show and the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel custom photo booth. Yeah, we're going to be there, uh, like I said, podcasting live and, and what have you. But in the meantime, we have, uh, we're going to go back to one more thing. We're going to be going back and forth to current events. News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. And then we're going to have a phone call a, a little while with Allison McDermott. She has something to say about burns. From the burn doctor. Yeah. Okay, so there's your music again. I like my music. So let me tell you, people were chatting it up about uh, uh, many of the things we were talking about, the Federal Exchange. and uh, I the, love it when president. they chat it up. There was, uh, yeah, the photograph you put up. Uh, also, people are saying that you sound great on the air, girl. Really? Yes. I, Thank you. <laughs> I second that. Aww. Anyway, so what else do you got going on? Okay, for? moving on. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved the first over-the-counter HIV test, allowing Americans to check themselves for the virus that causes AIDS in the privacy of their own homes. The OraQuick test detects the presence of HIV in saliva collected using a mouth swab. The test is designed to return a result within 20 to 40 minutes. Government officials estimate about 240,000 people of the 1.2 million HIV carriers in the U.S. are not even aware they are infected with the virus. Testing is one of the chief means of slowing new infections, which have held steady about 50,000 per year for the last two decades. Is that going to be like on the shelf? That's going to be at your CVS, your uh, Walgreens, all of your local pharmacies. This is something that's starting off like kind of like sort of a pilot program. It'll be like at main cities and then it'll trickle down to um, uh, uh, nationwide. So you don't have to go to those shady, like, mobile no, doctors. you don't have to go to the mobile <laughs> ones. You don't need to go to any clinics where you're kind of, like, maybe embarrassed or you're concerned or, or, or maybe... Uh, yeah, China, man, you know, they, they want you to bend over and cough. <laughs> FDA officials said the test is aimed at people who might not otherwise aimed. get tasted. <laughs> dispara, pero no. Apunta, pero no dispara, cabrón. <laughs> aimed. It provides another option for individuals to get tested so they can seek medical care if appropriate. The FDA stressed in its approval announcement that the test is not 100% accurate. Can you have boba while you're taking this test? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, actually... I think that would be fitting. <laughs> She's trying. How would I suck the straw while and you swab? swab? <laughs> I can, maybe you can figure it out up in your oral... Orifices. So now you could go to CVS and swab for HIV testing. No, that's fantastic. I think that um, it's good. At, at least, at least it'll give you some kind of warning. I mean, people should. I think it's pretty dope, man. When you're making out with your, well, just before you're gonna make out with your <laughs> chick. Hold on. <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> the test was accurate, 99% in ruling out HIV in patients not carrying the virus. That means that the test would incorrectly identify one patient out of every 5,000 HIV-negative people tested. So those are pretty good numbers. And they, the, the FDA has previously <laughs> Unless approved. you're that one. <laughs> I know, right? Sucky days for that's you. A, that's a fucked up boba number. Yeah, you know, um, but, you know, I think it would be fitting for them to have some kind of um, lollipop or popsicle or something that they can <laughs> have after. Be a little bit more. Yeah. 
fun. The FDA had approved several HIV test kits designed to be used at home before. However, they required a blood sample and sent over to the laboratory to be developed. So this is not only <laughs> in prevention. Did you say developed? Isn't that pictures? Yeah, um, but brother, <laughs> you, you develop things, not just photographs. Really? To develop, I guess, your sample okay, and see if you carry the virus or not. <laughs> take it to no, the they're not going to take it to a dark room or something like that. That's where they got it at. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so this is not only for prevention um, and, and also to notify people who do have the virus. It's also much more... Um, easier to access. I think when it's more accessible like that, more and more people become more conscientious about things, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you know, they'll be more careful. For instance, um, <laughs> I, I really believe, I think it's, you know, the accessibility also to condoms and things. Maybe people are more careful because they see that it's a little more accessible. So, uh, good for them. I think it's they, fantastic. They plan to launch the test in October, selling it to retailers, like I said, like Walgreens, CVS, and Walmart, as well as online pharmacies. Okay, but this is still uh, after the fact. <clears throat> oh, of course, after the fact. You know, I mean, <clears throat> if you can tell before the fact, it, it would be so much better. Like if if you could swab somebody like before, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm sure that that you know it, it would make it kind of awkward, right? Yes, I was just thinking. You could go for it. Uh, well, I don't know, but awkward etiquette situation. Yeah, it's oh. ah, an awkward etiquette moment. There you go. <laughs> hey, baby, come over here. <laughs> Let me <laughs> swab you. Ooh, yeah, how, do you, how do you, like, you, you, drop you it reach in, the... in for the kiss, and then you bring out the swabbies. Open your mouth, bitch. <laughs> you know what? Swab their drink. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good way of being discreet I about thought, it. I thought about that when I roofied someone's drink. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Yeah, never. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, never, yeah. Ne never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next one. Uh, okay, on to the next one. Okay, are you tired of those staycations? You know, those vacations you take at home because you just cannot afford a vacation out in, you know, oh, Europe, yeah. okay. Australia, something like that. The nude beach. Want to go to a real vacation? Well, I got a solution for you. Okay. Sears launched SearsVacation.com last week, which is a full-service travel website that allows customers to put everything from cruises to Bahamas to the Bahamas to golf trips in Hawaii on layaway. Whoa. Through the Sears Vacations awesome. layaway plan, customers put down at least 10% for a vacation package and pay off the rest in self-determined increments that must be paid in full before the trip. Fantastic idea. I, I to... love layaway. There's not enough layaway. Kmart just brought back layaways. Remember Zodis? So now Sears is doing this. Remember Zodis? Wow, yes. All your layaways were put in the same size box. <laughs> no, I don't remember, remember that. No, I don't remember that. If you got a layaway and you got a sweater, uh -huh. it was put in this gray box that said Zodis on it. If you went to get an appliance, it would be put in the same size box <laughs> that said Zodis in it. Don't you remember? No, I, I don't remember that. I didn't do layaways that much, but yeah, I, I think it's a great idea. So contract terms such as the exact payment deadline and the refund policy vary with the company offering the trip. However, unlike Sears in-store layaway program, there is no initiation fee in SearsVacations.com layaway plans, which is common in some other ones. Another common, uh, another popular program that has done layaway vacations is Costco. It's sort of similar with the option of paying off the trip later, but few other major retailers offer options just like Sears. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I think it's cool? a fantastic idea because you could also, like, when you're really bumming for money, you could really kind of involve your kids. 
Like when they go out and do their little uh, side jobs, mowing lawns or cleaning or vacuuming the neighbor's house, you can say, hey, we could put some of that money into the layaway for the vacation to Disney World. Right? Good idea. You know? I, I want to lay away I want to lay away the chick that I meet on the beach. Oh, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Can you do that? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know if your fiancé would be happy about that. <laughs> However, uh, some... Financial planners say that even though still this sounds like a juicy deal, it probably isn't the best thing because you should probably budget for a vacation or pay off other things first. But it's a good option but for those who are over the staycations, who are over budgeting and over putting things into the savings or paying off this, paying off that. If they have a little bit of a surplus money that they can put in to their layaway plan, that great vacation in Maui, yeah. that nice little Indonesian surfing trip that you had in mind. SearsVacations.com has got your back. Awesome. Does that layaway include uh, when your bags go to a different airport? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to be right back with more more uh, news and dirty laundry. But right now, what do we have, brother? Uh, right now, the the um, did you know, brother, that you can call over the phone and get healed over the phone when you burn yourself? Um, I didn't know that until you started telling me about this stuff. Well, uh, well apparently that, that that is possible. You can get that done. Uh, we're going to talk to um, a spokesperson to the fire doctor uh, team. Uh, <laughs> uh, her name is uh, Allison McDermott, and she is uh, she's for a former registered nurse, and uh, and she just cares about people. And a spokesperson to the fire doctor team. Uh, Allison, are you there? <laughs> Yes, I am. Hello, Angel. Hello, Jose. Hi. Well, you didn't tell me she had a, a British accent. <laughs> oh, you didn't realize that. Now I come from the UK, Cornwall in the UK. Wow. And, come, um, how yeah. is the prince and the princess? <laughs> <laughs> well, I grew up with that stuff, but this is this is no fairy tale. This is going on right in our midst, and um, we're inviting the public to participate in a global demonstration. But wait, what do, you do about, about okay. what do you do about hotties like the princess? I mean, do you do something <laughs> about those burns? <laughs> well, Allison, it burns all over the world, but yeah. Allison, this, Allison, this is Angel. Uh, thank you so much for taking our call. Um, you know, I, uh, my brother and I thought it'd be appropriate since it is the 4th of July, the eve of 4th of July today, and there's a lot of kids probably playing with fireworks already and the possibility of people getting burned, so we thought it'd be appropriate, you know, uh, to have you on. Could you tell our listeners who is the fire, fire burn doctor? Yes, yeah, surely, and you're absolutely right to be anxious at this time, the incidents of Burn accidents in um, festival times like Fourth of July are are sky do skyrocket. Same with you know, Christmas. No time. pun intended. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, Fireburn Doctor, we're we're just a group of volunteers who've all seen this at work, and we can't keep our mouths shut, and we do our best to get the word out to everybody about this humanitarian, free humanitarian service for burn injuries. It's what it's is- also a pub. Yeah, you carry on. What? Well, I was just going to say it's also a, um, a demonstration of a technology that's entirely new to the public, although it has ancient roots. Um, and it's for the public to call in the event of any kind of burn injury, the first, second, or third, the really nasty ones as well, to, to Fireburn Doctor on 818-332-6445. And we urge everybody to stick that number in your phone right now as you're listening to this radio show. 
um, do it right away, and maybe you can avert some terrible skin damage that need not happen. Okay, Alison. Technology is, uh, yeah, sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so tell, tell, so what you're saying is that if I were to get burned, I can call this number, and and then what happens? Well, you must call that number within the first 30 minutes of the burn. It's a voicemail. It will also give you the instructions of what to do. You leave your name, your date of birth, your place of birth, or you can SMS, you know, text message, a photograph of the face of the burn um, victim who needs help. Um, within a couple of minutes, the fire burn doctor team member will call you back and verify it's correct data of the person needing help. And the technology DSNB, that's Distance Subliminal Neuro Bypassing, will be deployed in minutes and are consistent results over 40 countries. Um, so I think it's 44 states in the U.S. as well. Pain okay. disappearing in minutes. Okay. And okay. what the results, this is the thing. This is the, we're having consistent results. The pain disappearing, the burns receding to nothing. And um, regardless of what people believe, they okay, can Allison, think it's hogwash. You, you got to tell me, <laughs> you cure by what? What do you call this mural what? Distant subliminal neuro bypassing. Okay. And in a real simple nutshell, what's happening in a burn injury is your brain, your body goes into an overreaction based on the faulty brain signals that kick off to the pain and the fear involved in the accident. And the natural pathways to the body fixing itself on its own are impaired by that brain signal. It's a faulty brain signal. And this technology bypasses that faulty signal, which is self-destructive consciousness, in fact. It bypasses that fear response and provokes the body to fix itself. And this all happens in minutes. And it does not rely on a placebo. You do not have to believe it. Works great on kids. Check out fireburndoctor.com on the news page with with pictures of, of a little Garland girl with terrible third, fourth degree burns that we didn't even hear about till four hours after the incident. I got to tell but you, Allison, I must say, it's, uh, and I'm sure you've heard this before, I'm very skeptical. Yeah. It sounds very far, 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 you know, difficult to believe something like that. That's fine. That's exactly the point. You don't have to believe something like that. Just stick the number in your phone. 818-332-6445, and do it anyway, on the way to the hospital. You know, we're a 24-hour we're um, response team, and we will answer the come right back to you within minutes. And people, even if they've got, have to be persuaded by a relative, and they thought it was total BS, they've still had a result and been shocked out of their drawers, and that is a, a consistent fact. Oh. And it's, so you don't have to believe it, and skeptical is good. It's just saying... <laughs> Show me. This That's is good. You know what? This is kind of cool. I mean, I um, it is. You know, uh, to see it, to believe it. But you know, yes. it's uh, you're you're doing this for free. So, it, is that is that correct? Why? Why? Why yes, for that's free? Correct. It will never be charged for. It's to expose that this technology is here. It's extremely useful. Um, it's not just burns that it can take care of. It's been around a while, and it's time. So I can. Um, I can. Time the public knew. I can use this technology when my grill starts to nag, right? My, my brother has a canker. Well, you my, know brother has a, my brother has a canker sore. He wants to take care of. <laughs> well, seriously, you know, we we're all in a position of saving lives with this technology. That neuro faulty brain signal um, can be, mean the death of somebody in, a, in a, an ex extreme shock. Basically, even though their only peripheral skin damage has occurred, people die of third, fourth degree burn injuries, 50% and up, 
and that's you know a known medical standard and we've been averting those kinds of catastrophes and we need to do we need to do more there are millions of burns worldwide they account for more death than hiv and aids and we can do this together the people can spread the word that's tell the moms tell the community centers tell your radio stations email fireburn doctor at aol.com any radio contacts you have let us help us get that word out because it's free and it always will be okay allison um, we're but, running out of time but can you give us hard numbers how many people have been cured by this 672 uh hard numbers and, and we need them to keep coming. We can, we're capable of taking care of hundreds a day just on our own skeleton crew of Fireburn Doctor. We're, our, our head of our team is a medical doctor, Joseph Watson. He, myself, and others volunteer their time to, to just man a simple response team and get this to a technician who can use that processing. It's as simple as that, and it can be taught. So uh, that's the real exciting Awesome, thing. Allison. Why don't you tell our listeners where they could find you? Like for the fifteenth time, <laughs> <laughs> she said it fifteen We're on the times. <laughs> FireburnDoctor.com. That's the full spelling of doctor. FireburnDoctor.com, and the number once again is eight one eight three three two six four four five. It's the price of a standard U.S. call internationally. Stick zero zero one on the front, um, and you'll reach us in minutes. You'll reach, <clears throat> reach you in minutes. You'll reach it in minutes, yep. And then you get to see for yourself. So come on, you skeptics. Test it out and uh, take it into your community. Right right on, Allison. That, ladies and gentlemen, that's Allison McDermott from the Fireburn Doctor. Thanks for calling us, Allison. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks well, for your help. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, All bye-bye. Right. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Okay. I got to tell you, I'm very skeptical. Well, why don't we give that call right now? Let's, let's call that number right now. Call, dial, dial that number. I'm not skeptical how cool her accent is. That was really cool. Hold on a second. Let's call that number. Let's call it. Just did. That's. Here it is. Go good. Here it is. Now that's a fire. That's a fire. Look at that. Look at that. He be all right. Roll Charlie around. Roll him around in here. Angel, we should have rehearsed that. Okay, but you guys get it. I gotta tell you, I'm very, very, very. I, did I say I'm very, very skeptical about? You know this. what? Give me a lighter, man. I'm gonna fucking burn myself right now. Uh, burn yourself and call them, dude. So you know, I think we should call them just because. You know, I should have called Jack, yesterday when I was. Jackie's when hot. I was Jackie's here. a hottie, so when, we can. We have a legitimate reason to call. You know, I burned my finger when I the other day. I, was, I said we call it. Go ahead. No, what's, the, what's the number? Give me the number. <laughs> Give me the number. It's uh, six eight one eight one eight one eight three three two three three two six four four five six four four five. All right, let's call it. Maybe we should have screened this before we did this. What that would have been a good Now idea. we're going to get spammed. <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> let's see what happens. Voicemail for Dr. Watson. Fireburndoctor.com. For burns only, in the first 30 minutes, leave five pieces of information. Full birth name and spell it. And your Make credit card. <laughs> date of birth. Place of birth. No, she said free. And country. Time of the burn. And a phone number where you can be reached right now to confirm the information. All this information is protected under U.S. HIPAA laws, as is all data given to medical doctors. I know. I recognize that voice, eh? Hi, my name's Jose. Um, I'm in a garage. There's a hot chick in front of me. <laughs> I'm burnt. 
<laughs> Please help. Dial 626 275 8946 because I'm scalding over here. I, I, hey, I bought a car and they burned me, eh? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Call us at 626 275 8946. Help, please. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I would love to hear that callback. I like how he, I like how he, I like how he explained HIPAA laws. That's you know privacy, whatever you know. Of course, <laughs> we know that is. Uh, yeah. hey, uh, t- before we continue, I just want to say uh, Dennis Gabriel just posted on our Facebook. That's Dennis Gabriel from the Fifth Annual Inland Empire Rock for the Cure. If you guys are still interested in uh, going to that awesome show where we're going to be at, uh, go on our Facebook and there's a post on there. Uh, click on there, all the information's there. RSVP, let us know you're going to be there because it's going to rock, eh? Yeah, please be there because, uh, you know, otherwise we'll be sitting around bored and <laughs> watching some awesome rock and roll bands and hanging with some hot chicks. Drinking beer. Calling the fireburn doctor because we're scalding with these chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Without you. <laughs> okay, we're going to go back and finish uh, the news and dirty laundry with Jackie Casas. Also, please feel free to chime in on on our Facebook page on Twin Talk Show or on Twitter at, at Twin Talk Show. You can also call, call us at 626-275-TWIN. That's 626-275-8946. Jackie, any more news in Dirty Laundry? Of course. I've got more news for you guys. All right. A new study <laughs> released by the Journal of Pediatrics has linked spanking to an increased risk of mental health problems. A child who is spanked, slapped, grabbed, or shoved as a form of punishment runs a higher risk of becoming an adult who suffers from a wide range of mental and personality disorders. This could be even when that harsh <laughs> physical punishment... I could have told you that shit. (laughs) (laughs) This could be even when that harsh physical punishment was occasional and when the child experienced no more extreme form of violence or abuse at the hands of a parent or caregiver. Spare the rod, spoil the child. Nah, con el cinto with the Mexican belt, eh? Dale, sopas. I'll tell you, there's kids at the store sometimes. Makes you want to smack the parents. parents. I (laughs) met a kid Saturday night. Holy moly. I can't remember if he was five or seven years old. <laughs> that little boy needed a, a whoop-ass. <laughs> he needed a whoop-ass. I think that's so progressive in new age. You know what? The problem with society, one of the problems with society is that kids do not have any respect for authority or fear for repercussions and, and, and what have you. So many parents say, oh, let them be kids. We need to talk to them. No, kids need to understand that there are rules and regulations and if you don't follow rules and regulations, there are punishments. Sometimes they're more severe than others. Sometimes they're the Mexico belt. Sometimes it's the French belt. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, My dad used to use French a belt belts. on us and we're just fine. That's the one you get over at the hustler store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this one with French belts. You know, let me tell you about the time my dad, you know, the time that I watched my brother get his ass whooped. Uh-huh. Okay, this is what happened. Well, there was a shack in the backyard. Uh-huh. We weren't supposed to be up. We weren't supposed to be up there. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't supposed to be up in the shack, so I'm up there climbing the shack, uh-huh. right? We were grade school, and my brother's looking at me. Oh, I'm going to tell Dad you're in trouble. <laughs> so what did he do? He runs inside the house and tells Dad, Dad. I snitched there. He goes inside the house snitch. and tells him, tells my dad that, you know, Jose's up in the tree, or up in the shack. And so he comes back on. He goes, Jose, you're in trouble. You better run in. My dad's in trouble. You better go inside. So he runs in because he, you know, we're twins. Mm-hmm. And he runs in first to get front row seat of me getting whooped. My dad already had a belt in hand, grabbed him, 
thinking it was me, <laughs> and smacked him. Oh, my God. And it was one of those. No, like <laughs> oh, more than once, he grabbed my hand with one of his hands, and with the other hand, he had the belt. So smack, I was smack, running, smack. so we were going in circles. In circles. Why did they do that? I remember the one and only time. <laughs> I got to beat down by the belt with my mom. I remember I was running in so many circles around <laughs> her. You're avoiding, uh, try to avoid the, the belt. I'm sitting there watching my dad, and my brother's like, it's not me. It's not me. I'm an angel. I'm angel. It's not me. <laughs> I got it good. He got it good. I'm an and then my dad just. <laughs> let me tell you, um, uh, I think, you know, the. That was, uh, I'm not a snitch anymore. Uh-huh. I think I got the chill beat into me then. <laughs> Ever since then, I picked up and I just chilled. Well, among adults <laughs> who reported harsh physical punishment, um, reported it, disorders including depression, anxiety disorders, mania, and drunk or alcohol dependency. It was about 2 and 5% more common among these adults. And even more complex psychiatric illnesses were marked by paranoia antisocial behavior, emotional dependency, and narcissism, which was at a, a higher likelihood of about between 4 and 7%. Narcissism? Uh, yeah, that's, that one's a weird one, huh? Yeah, it is. It's fucking scary. Is so it, makes is. Pe- it makes kids grow up to be narcissists, just think about themselves and not care about anything or anyone else. Is that what I it don't means? Have, I don't yeah. have any kids, so I, I maybe my, my opinion is not as well respected. However... I don't. I don't think. But you're hot. So that's a disclaimer over there because there's two dads here. Yeah, we got dads in the house. But I just like I I met this kid Saturday night, uh, not related to me, and he was another disclaimer. Horrible, 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 horrible. He was playing with my little nephews, uh, like electronic cars. How old was he? Between five and seven. I can't remember if he was five or seven. One was he doing two. a meet-off? <laughs> he was not doing a meet-off. But he was very aggressive with the toys, and he would throw them, and he would smash them against my nephew's toys. And I was like, whoa, 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 calm down, calm down. And then the final straw was that he dumped the freaking toy in the little kiddie pool. After we specifically told him, everyone there told him, stay away from the pool, stay away from the uh-huh. pool, because they're little electronic cars. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> then he gets mad. He's like, no. He was trying to no. shock all the other kids. <laughs> no, no. And then my, my cousin's husband's like, you need to stop. Sit down. No, no. <gasps> I can't believe this little no to- boy to, to an adult was saying no back to an adult was being a little brat. And So what would you have done if you? If, first if, of all. <laughs> look at you. You're like. I would have smacked that boy. <laughs> Una naliada. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just no, one? No, one? One spanking? <laughs> one to three. <laughs> now let's translate. One, for to, those, three. one to three. <laughs> let me, let's translate. <laughs> for those listeners that don't understand Spanish, let's, let's make a literal translation of una nalgada. <laughs> <laughs> that would literally translate to one asser. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. One asser. But it really means one spanking in the ass. Yes. But nalgada, if you really think about it. I mean, I get it. If you want to try timeout, you want to try whatever, take away the toys. But this little boy was not listening Here's when Here's here's when spankies are are necessary. Sometimes you're in locations like restaurants or other people's homes at parties or whatever where you can't say to them, "Uh, honey, son, uh, if I'm going to count to five, uh, you're going to have a timeout. Okay, first of all, you don't have a timeout corner in someone else's house or restaurant. True. So if you could just give them a death, <laughs> if you give them a deathly look, like oh, they, this oh, is my I, oh my god, my mom had a look. Yes. If this Holy is shit. a look that means I'm about to spank you. They oh, will stop. Yeah. There was a look, and then there was a. Um, my mother would look at me, and she would say, "Yaquelin casas." 
<laughs> and I knew, <laughs> holy shit, I need to put, although I never really was an out of check kid, but I, I knew whenever she looked at me and she said, Jacqueline, <gasps> oh my God, mommy, okay, never mind. I'll behave. <laughs> so I, you know, I didn't get massive spanking. My, my sisters got more spankings than I did. I got hit by the belt once. Because I didn't learn my um, timetable. Only one time? Yes. For not learning the timetable? Yeah, because it was during wow, my that's vacation. that's pretty beat down, dude. That's pretty beat down. It was, but it was like layered. It was like, because um, I wasn't, <laughs> I didn't want to learn my vaca- my timetable. It was during vacation. Now, did, did you have to, like, did she have to, did, did they, were the parents that pulled down the pants and smack you with a belt? No. No, it was the kind of, like, I'm telling you, she had me in one hand and she had the belt in the other one running in circles. And but it started. And you're there like, was a two pre- times two equals four. Two times four <laughs> equals eight. <laughs> there was a preemptive. She stopped at the tens. Finally. And these are multiple spankings. Now stop. <laughs> there was preemptive uh, punishment to it because the day before, when she had first given the warning, she said, "If you don't know your timetable, you're going to be in trouble." So she would ask me, "What's you know three times five or whatever?" And if I give the wrong number, fifteen, fifteen. She would pull my bangs. <laughs> she would pull my bangs. Wow, Mama seems mean. Yeah. is that why you're kind of bald right there in the front? That's <laughs> called my bangs split apart. Bro. What's nine times six? Fifty-nine. <laughs> you got well, you it. You guys didn't even. Get, no, it's not. Nine times s- six is not fifty-nine. You I'm guys a, don't even know what I it work is. I work 54. I saw Angel counting in I guess we all spank each other. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Anywho. So then spanking. I didn't. I am all about spanking. I bet you. I would imagine you would be. Really? Yeah. Did you think that of me before when you first met me? No. That he's a spanker? Yeah. You wouldn't think he's a spanker? No. Mm. She didn't when she met me. She didn't. Because I have this pristine reputation. <laughs> No, because you don't look like you get any. We're going to go there again. Now, you know that's what it is. She didn't want to say it. You know what's funny. That's right. I didn't think of it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what's funny. You you always project things. And I am so respectful of my partners that I don't talk about things like that on the air (laughs) or anywhere. One day we'll get you out of it. Hey, who's your friend, the one that posted that picture of him with his kid? That's a great pic. That's Jason Miller from Eugene, Oregon. He posted a picture of himself. Look at it. He's he's Facebooking us, and he's listening to us on his gadget. Look. Oh, I thought he was doing dishes. No, he's uh, he's doing dishes, watching his kid, Facebooking Twin Talk, and listening to us on his headphones. And he also. That's awesome. That's multitasking, Holmes. Hey, you're in touch. Notice in touch with his feminine side. No, he's also drinking a beer. You look at it. Where's that beer at? See it? It's a local stout. Oh, yeah, look at it. It's a dark beer, Holmes. It's a local beer. Cheers, eh? He to- he po- he posted the name of the beer. Cheers, the Jason. Beer, I, don't see, I don't see it. Jason Miller. He's the uh, he's the man over there. People KPR. seem pretty cool over there, eh? They're all cool peeps. Man. I'm gonna go over there. You gotta go down there. I'm going. Uh, so the Canadian authors of this report said that uh, the oh, findings. Oh, that explains everything. The <laughs> Canadians, they're so nice. <laughs> they don't even next to their kids. Listen, they said that spanking and other forms of harsh physical punishment are a matter not just of private behavior, but of public health. And they concluded that the nation's physicians should explicitly tell Ooh. parents that physical punishment, including spanking, smacking, and slapping, should not be used on children of any no, no, you know what? Don't sometimes, sometimes, you know, like I remember when my baby girl was really little. I'm sorry, baby. She's 22 now. <laughs> but when she was really little, I remember she kept trying to play with the socket. 
Oh, and I'm not kidding you. All you had to do was slap her one time in the hand, you know, and, and that just one time, you know. When I was little. Just let her play with a socket and she'll really remember why not to do it. When I was little, <laughs> I was like, I never hit my kid. But now that I'm older, I don't know. There needs to be some sort of discipline. If if I would, of course, go with timeouts and take away toes and stuff like that. But if that doesn't work. Did I ever tell, you the, time I, did, did I ever tell you the story of when I played with the light socket in classroom? Did you really? Yeah, this was really stupid. <laughs> did your curls go straight? I believe it. Okay, I was, I don't remember <laughs> what it was. I think it was kindergarten or first grade. No, it was like first grade. Yeah, I never heard that story. Yeah, I, for some reason I was put in the corner to sit with, with a facing the wall. Time and, out? and that little carpeted area. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, Ace? Yeah, where the, the reading out. area and, the, and they had a little carpeted you area. You want me to remember that far back? Uh, anyway, in grade school, <laughs> they always had a little carpeted area where you'd sit and they'd do a reading circle or whatever. I had to sit there. And face the wall, and it's in front of the class. Everyone's looking in my direction, although they're supposed to be directing their gaze at the teacher. And here I am, and there was a paperclip on the carpet. So I pick up the paperclip, and I, um, I, you know, I straighten it out, and I start sticking it in the socket. <laughs> they do that Why in jail, would eh? Why do that? That's yeah. real stupid. Yeah. Why were you attracted to the I socket? I don't know. I knew it was an electrical socket. He was trying to write... Uh, to to light his cigarette, <laughs> dude. I was like in second or third grade, second grade, I think. And I, and I they swear, do that in county jail with pencils. And I remember sticking it in there, and uh, and then the, the then I stick stick into I stick it. I finally put where did it, you stick did it, you Jose? Stick it where? I I put it in, and I was messing with it. And at one point, I got shocked, I like electrocuted, and it was like for a, for a second or two, I couldn't let go of it. <gasps> Yeah, it was like that. And I finally, I finally let go and separated. And I swear my head was buzzing and my ears were ringing. I felt, I literally felt like my hair was standing on it. And I swear this is the funniest part. I felt like my ears were burst. I felt like my ears were sticking out like a donkey. <laughs> I literally thought my they, ears. They I, are. <laughs> I literally, I turned around quickly because you know when you do something wrong, you turn around. I turned around and I looked at all the kids in class and they were looking at me. But. I thought that they were looking at me because my ears had instantly grown like a donkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like Pinocchio's ears did. Remember that? I really did. And I was so ashamed and scared. And you didn't no, tell nobody? No, I didn't. Did you just <laughs> tell us right now? This is the first time you told anybody? This is the first time I told anybody. I have never said this you to You told anybody. the whole world. I told the whole world. Wowzers. Wowzers. Yeah, that was not. Wowzers. That's real stupid. That's, That's real stupid. stupid. <laughs> okay, moving on to our last piece of the night. Okay, let's hear it. Sad days, guys. Tom Cruise and Kenny Holmes is splitting up after five years of marriage. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, who yeah, could yeah, have, yeah. Who could stand him for one day? <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> yes, they've, uh, Kenny Holmes uh, filed divorce papers this last Friday. Um, shocking a lot of people because their marriage has been very controversial. Tom Cruise is kind of a little kooky dookies. So the <laughs> fact that they've been married for five years has just kind of been, uh, there hasn't been too much turmoil of any sort of problems or reports of any issues between them two. However, new reports say that Katie Holmes fears that Tom Cruise would ship their daughter, Suri, off to a Scientology hardcore elite sea organization. Is that why she's breaking up? That was the final straw. That must be. That was the final straw. TMZ reports that Cruz's desire to send the six-year-old to sea organization was the last straw for Holmes in deciding to pull the plug on their marriage. Sea Org is where the highest level of Scientology is taught, and kids as young as five can be sent to live on a ship without their parents. Yeah, that's, that's, that that's, that is wacko. wacko. Tom Cruise is, I got to say, he's kind of, they're going to put him on the... Uh, 
He's kind of aircraft wack. carrier. I've read the Top I've, Gun one. I've read several <laughs> books, and I'm reading a book now on psychiatry. I am n- never Scientology? And Scientology. It never ceases to amaze me that 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 cult, it's, and it's such a powerful cult um, in Hollywood. And um, mm-hmm. it, uh, Matt Lauer, I mean um, Tom Cruise, was on uh, the Today Show several years ago talking about. They were talking about Nicole Kidman or not Nicole Kidman. Uh, Brooke Shields had come out with a book about postpartum depression, and he just was debunking it, thinking it was stupid. And Matt Lauer questioned him on it, and he's like, really gave him a scary look and said, you don't know psychiatry. I know psychiatry. I have a little bit of sound for that. Let's hear it. Ever. Uh, Before I was a Scientologist, I never agreed with psychiatry. And then when I started studying the history of psychiatry, I started realizing more and more why I didn't agree with psychiatry. And as far as the Brooke Shields thing is, look, you got to understand, I really care about Brooke Shields. I, I think here's a... In the meantime, he's got this weird look at his face. ...wonderful and talented woman. And uh, I want to see her do well. And I know that uh, psychiatry is, is a pseudoscience. But, to, but, Tom, if she said that this particular thing helped her feel better, whether it was the antidepressant or going to a counselor or a psychiatrist... Isn't that enough? Matt, you have to understand this. Here we are today where I talk out against drugs and psychiatric abuses of electric shocking people. Mm -hmm. Come on, that's archaic. Of drugging children with them not knowing. In the meantime, he's sending his child to this ship away from his kids, from his parents, from from the parents, or wanting to do that. And and, um, Scientology is one of the most uh, uh, secretive religion, so-called religious out there. You just tell me, what can I do for you? It's a very personal, <laughs> very important thing. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> the New York Daily News reports that five mystery men sat inside a white Cadillac Escalade outside Holmes uh, Avenue, um, home in New York. Wow. Um, and they believe that she might be being followed. However, of course, Scientology off, uh, officials later denied that they haven't sent anybody to shadow yeah, her. Right. There's this whole like drama going on with this whole d- divorce. Acor- uh, according to some magazine reports, Katie um, has been planning an escape from <laughs> from well, this because it's not even no so not so much Tom Cruise, but it's the Scientology, which is this strong. It is. Force, I, you know I what? Guess. I think Katie Holmes is too fine for him. Here's the deal. She was stupid she's, for she's, marrying him. She was so young. She fell in love with him. She thought she's you know, a cutie. But here's the deal about Scientology. I've read a lot she, about Scientology, and it is a creepy weird. There's thing. that one movie where she went topless. Here's the weird. Here's the deal with Scientology. What's interesting is, <laughs> the L. Ron Hubbard, the guy who created it, was a was a, a wannabe scientific science fiction writer. He couldn't get published, but he was also one of those men who's told tall tales. Everywhere he went, he told stories of shipping across the world, you know, sailing around the world, being. An, uh, an army general and doing this and all of his lies were always debunked but people still kind of liked him they knew he was a liar and then he comes out with this book Dianetics and and uh, um, people start believing this book much like these people believe in the force and thinking it as a religion and he thought hey you know, I could help people with this and do like a self-help kind of thing but then he decided that he didn't want to pay taxes. And the only way you can get away from paying taxes, one of the only ways you can be paying Guy. taxes, is if you, be, if you are a religion. Churches don't pay taxes. So he f- applied to become a religion. That is how it happened. 
So mm. now these people are like these dumb people believe in Dianetics and, and they and if they want to take out these engrams, ah. they use these machines to take away the engrams <laughs> in your brain. <laughs> You're in a garage. So uh, I'm surprised that Katie Holmes, you know, she let, it was her fault. She let herself get into it and then have a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. The couple whose estimate worth is about $275 million. However, $275 million. However, they had a financial prenup in place. It reportedly gives Katie Holmes a mansion in Montecito and $3 million for every year they were married. Stop that, brother. So for five years, it'd be $15 million. For Another her. thing is the, the rumor that it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's my favorite, one of my favorite scenes. But you know, they also say that it could have been a contract marriage, just like it was with, with Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Five years marriage, they divorced. Five years marriage, uh, Katie Holmes. And contract marriage? You mean like okay, and we'll be married gay. for five years? Yeah, and that he's gay. They said that about him, just like how they say John Travolta is um, of the other team as well. It is believed <laughs> that um, Katie really John Travolta. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a. Uh, rumor for years. Vinny Barbarino? <laughs> yeah. For years and years and years. And he's uh, homosexual. <laughs> it's believed that Katie Holmes filed for divorce in New York and not California for child custody reasons because Katie Holmes has filed for sole custody of Suri, their daughter. Um, now, that really says a lot. If she's afraid, she must be afraid yes, for her daughter. Right? Because she's, she's not, I think if it was amicable, it'd be like joint custody yeah, or shared custody. But no, she's filing for sole custody of their daughter. Um, so. Legal experts speculate that Cruz would file for divorce in California, where he'd have a better shot of getting at least partial custody of Surrey. That's ironic. Then what court do you go to? One court will rule in your favor, the other court will rule in the other favor? Yeah, we end up leaving the, moving to Arizona. In New York, in New York, divorce pro, um, proceedings are private, and the state also dislikes giving warring parents joint custody. So that's where it would favor her, but uh, don't know what's going to happen. Okay, move on. Let's just mention that this is Katie Holmes' first marriage and Tom Cruise's third yeah. marriage. Well, Katie Holmes, uh, I knew that this was, I knew it was never going to last. Uh, I like her so or, or, much. Or else so. she would have become, I, a she's like a Stepford wife. You see her. She's totally just brainwashed. Yeah. Well, I guess not, not anymore. Is that what Stepford wife means? Isn't that a movie? Yeah, that's yes. where they got that from. They got Stepford. That's the whole idea. Yeah. I don't get it, That's though. the premise of the film where you make your wives just be like exactly the but way But why you Stepford? What does Stepford mean? I don't know where that comes from. Maybe Jackie will do a, a, a research on that and we'll do I a whole segment. I think, it's a, I think it's in the movie. I think it was an area. Yeah. I think uh, so. Yeah. Geographic area. But so you just make them perfect, beautiful, beautiful okay. bodies, cook for you, clean for you, do everything for you, but they're actually Swallow. Uh. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> So that's all Boba. we have tonight. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jackie Casas with uh, News and Dirty Laundry. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie, a multimedia journalist out of Telemundo and NBC. What am I doing? What am I doing? All right, Jackie. <laughs> what, are you putting, what are you putting in my face, Angel? Nothing. I'm just trying to let my girl know that I'm on the air right now, baby. You can't be calling me. I love you. Why do you ah. answer? <laughs> Anyways, we'll be right back with the Chill Lounge. Shoot!
Chug a Twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back. And listen. This is the Chill Lounge. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, sometimes profound, but always chill. You don't get this in a pill, and it doesn't send you a bill. The Chill Lounge is, but it's up to you to partake of the chill. The Chill Lounge is void of trouble, opinions, and trends, and you don't have to make amends. The Chill Lounge is fresh air, a hug, or the slap in the head that messed up your hair. For you, the Chill Lounge can be, but only if you gave it, give it a space before you leave. So exit your mind and out of the grind and enter the simple, the light, and profound. Enter the Chill Lounge before you're six feet in the ground. Chill, one love. another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and that was my brother's chill lounge. Thank you once again for tuning in to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And I want to give a shout out to all you closet listeners. I know there's a lot of you out there. Make sure you tell your friends about us and podcast us on iTunes because we are iTwins. Yeah. And subscribe at our website, TwinTalkCast.com. Tune in next week as we bring on another show with uh, the awesome, awesome rock band, Love in the 38. They're going to be here again, but for the first time, they're going to perform live, and I think they're bringing some of their new tracks as also, well. Also, we want to thank uh, Miss Allison McDermott from uh, the FireburnDoctor.com for her kind of strange... Just call them at 818-332-6445. I don't know. I'm not saying to call them. No, I'm not saying. We're just, we, we just put it out there. It's up to you guys to call them or not. Just I also want to thank. I don't want to. Just tell don't people, get burned, eh? I don't want to tell people to call this. I don't do. I don't want to 
so support. I don't. I don't understand it. <laughs> okay, we're not gonna. We're not. I know. Endorsing. I'm just saying to call them so you can find out no. what it's all about. We are not endorsing. We just had them on for entertainment. If you guys want to call them, it's at your choice. Theburndoctor.com. Also, we want to thank you. Uh, we want to thank Dennis Gabriel from Rock for a Cure. Do call him because it's for a good cause. There's a rock and roll show July 14th. July 14th, right? <laughs> At uh, and you know, just check out our, our page, our Facebook page for the Twin events. Talk Show. We are going to be there. There's going to be b- a bunch of rock and roll bands, July 14th in uh, in the Island Empire, and we're broadcasting live with the custom Twin Talk with Jose and Angel photo booth. So also, want to thank Jackie Casas for another awesome edition of News and Dirty Laundry. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, guys. Anyway, you guys tune in next week. Loving the 38 live in Delicious Garage. More news and dirty laundry with Jackie Casas. And another chill lounge. And some twin spectacles. See you next week. Listen to us. Bye. Shoo!